Hello and welcome back to another episode of Keep Going Growing with me, Neve Stone, your host. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so grateful to have you listening. And yeah, so this is part three on my little mini series of my recommendations. So today's going to be a very book heavy episode. I'm going to be talking all about books and my reading recommendations. So I hope that's something you're interested in. If you're not, then don't worry. Not all my not all my episodes are this book heavy. And yeah, but I do hope that if you're listening, then you have a bit of an interest in this. I'm always so keen to hear other people's book recommendations and what they think about books that I've read. So yeah, I hope this can be like a little little book club kind of vibe. Um, yeah, speaking of book clubs, I would love to be part of a book club one day, but I don't think I read quickly enough for them. But anyway. <laughs> like most book clubs are one book a month and yeah my reading is not that I'm not that much on my reading game um but I have been reading a lot more lately so I'm really just looking forward to doing this episode and chatting to you about my favorite books and I'm going to be talking about fiction as well as non-fiction I personally prefer to read more fictional books however non-fiction books obviously are very important as well and a lot of them are very educational so they definitely do have a lot of importance but yeah I just always find that when I read nonfiction, I just take so long to get through the book. But yeah, I definitely try to have a balance of reading a bit of both. So yeah, um, just let me let me know over on the podcast Instagram at keepgng underscore podcast any of your book recommendations. I'd be very interested to know and let me know what you think about some of the books I talked about in this episode. Maybe you agree with my opinion and maybe you really don't. <laughs> but anyway. I've done two episodes in this mini series so far and this will be the final episode on my recommendations. The first one was all about things to watch and then I did one about things to listen to and this is going to be things to read. So yeah, let's start off with a quote. My quote for this week is grateful for small things, big things and everything in between and gratitude as I've mentioned so many times gratitude is something that is really important to me I think that it just plays a big part in my life and I've just been feeling very grateful recently and I think that it's so important to have gratitude and just to recognize the things in your life that you are so thankful for and just to step back and just take a moment to think actually I'm happy with where I'm at I've got all these wonderful people around me I've got all these wonderful things and yes I'm working towards things but in the moment with what I have now I'm so grateful and I'm so happy with that and I think that if we aren't if we aren't practicing gratitude then I think we can easily become very dissatisfied with our lives whereas if we just take a moment to pause and just look around and just be grateful for all the wonderful things we have because I know that each and every one of us has at least one thing that we can be grateful for. So yeah, maybe if you're someone who likes journaling, for example, you could have a little journal about all the things you're grateful for. And I bet that once you start trying to think about things you're grateful for, you'll get a huge list because yeah, there's so many things to be grateful for. And yeah, I've just been feeling a lot of gratitude lately. It's something that I've really been trying to practice in my everyday life. So yeah, the quote was, grateful for small things big things and everything in between 
And just so you know, I post all the quotes that I do in these episodes over on the podcast Instagram at keepgng underscore podcast. So yeah, if you ever want to go and have a little look at those, I've got a little highlight over on the Instagram and you can have a little look at all the quotes from each episode. But yeah, so so book update. Obviously, this is going to be a book heavy episode, but I always do a book update at the start of each episode. So I finished reading The Girl with All the Gifts by M.R. Carey. And yeah, that book, honestly, it it was actually disturbing. Like, I don't know if I would recommend it. If you're into something that's a little bit disturbing, then maybe. But I just, it was a really good book. And it yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it was just disturbing to read and it was great. It was very graphic and gory and suspenseful. I mean, it is a thriller, so that is kind of what you're expecting. But I've read a lot of thrillers. I like reading thrillers, but this one truly disturbed me. And yeah, wow, (laughs) it was it was an intense read. So if that's something that you're into, then I would recommend it. But if you're just looking for a light read, then I really would not recommend it. But I'm I'm glad that I read it. It was definitely a different kind of book for me. So since I finished that book, I've now started reading The Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett, which my boyfriend's mum gave me. She's so sweet. She often sort of recommends books for me and lets me borrow some of her books so yeah that's what I'm reading at the moment so thank you so much to her for letting me borrow it I really appreciate it and I'm about halfway through at the moment and I'm really loving it honestly I've got stuck into it really quickly and I hate when books are really slow to get into the storyline but this book just was like straight into it I was hooked straight away really enjoying it so yeah that is The Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett it's the story of these two twins and how they go about their separate lives and yeah don't want to give too much away but it's 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 really cool it's a really good book and really enjoying so far and I feel like a plot twist is about to come up so we'll see it's cool because like a lot of books it kind of focuses on there's like there's like four parts of the book and each part focuses on a different character and their perspective and I really like that because you get to see the storyline from different lenses so yeah life update so what have I been doing well I had my first vaccine and I'm just so grateful for that. I'm just so pleased that I was able to get that. And yeah, just so pleased. And I didn't have any side effects. So again, just feeling very grateful about that. I I was absolutely fine. And I'm just really pleased. And yeah, just so grateful. And when I went to my appointment, I was so well looked after. I honestly, like, I was very nervous beforehand. But they really looked after me. And yeah. And then last weekend, I went to Bath. My friend goes to university there. So me and another friend, we went to stay at her apartment. So the three of us just, we had such a lovely weekend. And my friend, my friend who we were staying with, her flatmate did a lot of stuff with us too, who I'd never met before. And she was so lovely as well. So it was nice just meeting some new people, being in a new place. And we had so much fun. And I've mentioned on this podcast recently that I watched the Netflix show Bridgerton. And some of Bridgerton was filmed in Bath and it was so sweet. My friend that I was staying with, she had written like a little Bridgerton tour and honestly, just so cute. And I really appreciated that, that she'd put so much thought and effort into it and done all the little like research. So it was quite cool. We did like a little tour of where they filmed different Bridgerton scenes. And then we would go to the place, take some pictures and then we'd like Google the scene or like, 
you know, the location and how it looked in the show. And it was just really surreal and really fun. And we all really loved the show. So we were we were fangirling. But yeah, a lot of fun. Um, I love my little Bridgerton tour. And yeah, what else did we do? We had a picnic in the park. We sat in the park and we just got some bits from co-op. And we just sat in the sunshine wearing our little dresses. And yeah, the weather wasn't great the whole weekend. But on the last day, the weather was really good. It was just, it was so warm, but so like muggy and yeah so muggy and so humid we were so warm but it was like raining half the time just just weird summer British weather so yeah um but we had a nice little picnic and we went to church and we were sat outside on these like picnic blankets which was really lovely and we went to a coffee shop and we sat right by the Bath Abbey and it was so beautiful amazing views and there was live music and I just absolutely loved that and it was so nice and yeah we just did all the typical tourist things and I just I love being a bit of a tourist in a new place and we got the bus sort of around the around the city and I think it's really nice traveling by bus because when you're going around a city on the bus especially like we were on these double decker buses and we were on the top row and it was really nice just to be traveling around and seeing different different parts of the city that you might not have otherwise seen and it was just really lovely and yeah I think that we got to see a lot of places that we might not have seen otherwise because we were on the bus and getting the lovely views even in the rain (laughs) we had some walks along the canal which was just so lovely and yeah I'd never appreciated how sort of hilly Bath was but it's got the most amazing views because there's lots of hills and it's just beautiful and I really enjoyed being there and I just I just love Bath basically I would definitely go back 10 out of 10 do recommend we also while I was there we watched some Love Island and I am I am not somebody who watches Love Island like I just I do not watch Love Island but (laughs) when you're watching it with other people I feel like it's so much fun like I personally like the reason I don't watch it not I'm not judging anybody who does watch it but I just don't really find it very interesting I just get a bit bored when I'm watching it but when you're watching it with other people I feel like it's so much more fun because you can just like talk about it and like laugh about it together so that was really nice actually yeah watching Love Island in the evening together however I have not continued watching it since I got back home Um, as I say I just don't really like find it that interesting I'd much rather watch other things it's also such a commitment like one hour every night wow that's that's a big commitment and I just don't have time for that at the moment but anyway it was really nice just seeing sort of my friend's apartment and her independence and it just made me so excited for going to university in September not that I wasn't already excited but just seeing like the reality of just like student living obviously it's not it's not all perfect but just made me really excited and just gave me a bit of a taste of what it's going to be like for the next four years when I go off to university so yeah it was a really nice time so let's just get right into it I just if you couldn't tell from the fact that I do a book update every single episode I love reading and I think it's so important and good for you good for your mental health and yeah I just think that reading can bring you so much joy and that is so important to find things in your life that bring you joy And 
yeah, I think I'm going to do a whole other episode on why reading is so good for you and the benefits of reading, but I thought I'd break it up a bit. And this is mainly just my recommendations and talking about things I've read and that I would suggest maybe you might like reading too. But obviously, everybody's opinions are different and don't worry if your opinion's different to mine. We all view things so differently and you may not be interested in reading these things. But yeah, anyway, this is just my opinion. So I hope you find it interesting. But yeah, look out for a future episode where I talk all about the benefits of reading, hopefully. Yeah, I want to do a whole episode about that. But anyway, I just love summertime because I feel like summer just equals reading. Like summer and reading are just synonymous. Like I just, yeah, for me, summer having more time, it just means like crack through some books, read a lot of books. But yeah, so I mean, I like to read books throughout the year. But yeah, I'm really rambling now. I try to read books throughout the year because, as I say, I find it really helpful for my mental health, especially reading before bed rather than going on my phone. But yeah, let's let's actually talk about some books before I keep on rambling. So the first book I'm going to talk about, well, actually, it's two books. They're set by the same author. Also, sorry if I mispronounce any of these authors' names. I, I'm just trying my best. Um, so... Khalid Hosseini. He wrote The Kite Runner and A Thousand Splendid Sons. And I actually studied The Kite Runner at school for one of my coursework pieces at English Literature A level. But I truly love this book. And the same with A Thousand Splendid Sons. They're both, I wouldn't say really similar, but The Kite Runner is sort of a male perspective and then A Thousand Splendid Sons is more of a female perspective on similar kind of issues but different. But they're set in the same part of the world. They're both set in Afghanistan and that sort of, that area and the conflict that goes on there. And it's it's interesting because I actually learned about sort of the conflict, the ongoing conflict that has been going on in that area of the world in geography. And I've learned it from more of like a fact, a fact-based perspective. And yeah, we obviously sort of had to learn about it for exams and stuff. And there's sort of a detachment that comes with that when you're just looking at numbers. But when I read these two books, I really started to think more about the people and how they are affected by these conflicts and every single person has a completely different story and I just found these two books so heartbreaking to read and I think that they're really important books that can teach us so so much and as I say they really made these things that I was learning about personal and I could really read how that affects people in that area of the world, in Afghanistan, in the surrounding countries that are caught up in this conflict. And yeah, it just, it was definitely harrowing to read these two books. I personally, if I had to choose one, I would choose A Thousand Splendid Sons. I just, as I say, but they're both amazing. And just, I really think that everybody should give these a read and I think there's a film of The Kite Runner as well but I really think the books are so moving and really as I say really make these these issues personal and yeah I really I just think it's so important to think about other people's perspectives and the things that they are going through and I think it's a really great way to educate people so yeah that's The Kite Runner and A Thousand Splendid Sons by Khalid Hosseini. 
So yeah, I really recommend those two books. The next book I'm going to recommend is The Beekeeper of Aleppo by Christy Lefteri. And I read this book recently and very similar sort of themes to The Kite Runner and A Thousand Splendid Sons. I really thought that The Beekeeper of Aleppo, this is more about Syria and it's about Syrian refugees and they obviously sort of flee the conflict in Syria and they try to make their way to the UK. And again, it you hear all these stories about refugees and the numbers of refugees and such. And it, as I say, hearing about it in the news all the time, you're not thinking about each person individually, but reading The Beekeeper of Aleppo just, again, made it really personal. And it's not based off of a true story, but the author, you know, she says in her acknowledgements and her foreword, that actually the story is made up of real life experiences and she's taken, she's made this story up of things she's heard from actual refugees and she's then put this story together and she herself has had experience with her parents being refugees and she worked, I think, for maybe, I can't remember which organisation she worked for, but she did work closely with refugees in Greece, I believe. And yeah, she obviously had a lot to say about it and she put it into a story. She put these feelings into a story that, again, I just think is great for educating people and for making people see the real issues and for sympathising with people and making these stories come alive and making us acknowledge things that maybe we might otherwise try to ignore and to really motivate us to make a difference and to help people. So just, again, such a moving, moving story. And I would, again, really recommend this book, The Beekeeper of Aleppo by Christy Lefteri. So, yeah. Also, just a side note, sorry if you can hear a load of background noise. I'm recording during the day and a bunch of people have suddenly just decided to start, like, mowing their grass. So, you know, they can do what they want, but it might just make a bit of background noise so sorry if you can hear that hopefully my voice is loud enough to cover it but anyway um the next book I wanted to talk about was Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens and this book honestly it was really good um I before reading this I felt like I hadn't read anything really good in a long time and this book it was very slow to get started but once I got into it I I felt really connected to the characters. I really cared about them. And it was a really beautiful story of a girl. And it sort of goes through her life. And as she grows up and all the things that happen to her and she lives on her own, her family sort of abandon her. And it's all about how she just makes her way in life. And she is, I think she lives alone in a kind of swamp. And it's about, yeah, just how she navigates life and meets people and just her journey and all the hardships she has to face. And it also talks about race. And yeah, it's set in America. And I just, again, I just thought this book was really good, really moving. And I love books when you really care for the characters. And you really just, you just want to look after them. You just want them to be safe and you just want the best for them. And I think this book was also really good at sort of just having a big plot twist. And I always love a good plot twist, but 
yeah it also has a sort of trial and I always find books with like a sort of murder trial really interesting to read and I find them really intriguing and I think that they the way this book was written it was set up really well and I really liked that you watch the character grow up and yeah I just really enjoyed that book and I know that lots of my friends have read it too and have said the same thing that they really enjoyed it as well and yeah I think they're going to be making a film out of it so that's that's fun the next book I want to talk about is called Girl Woman Other And this book, I remember I read it during the first lockdown last year and wow, it was incredible. And I always recommend this book to people. So it's Girl, Woman, Other by Bernadine Evaristo. And wow, it's so inspiring. Um, It's all about race and it's all about black women who live in the UK. And it's all about their different experiences with race and just just life in general and they each so each chapter is written from a different woman's perspective and it's all about the different hardships they face and the struggles they have and I just think it's really beautiful how actually in the end all the stories sort of link up and come together and yeah I think each character has so much to offer and such a different insight and perspective to learn to learn from and we can learn so much from these characters and I really just really enjoyed this book I've got to say I loved the different perspectives and how they all then joined I thought it was really cleverly written Girl Woman Other by Bernadine Evaristo and just really inspiring I felt really uplifted when reading this book and yeah I hope I'm offering enough of like I don't want to dwell too much on any one book but I hope I'm offering enough of a sort of overview that you can kind of get the gist of what each book is about so yeah sorry if I'm not but I also don't want to give too much away. I just want to intrigue you enough by giving a small amount of information. The next book I would recommend is Rebecca by, I'm going to absolutely butcher this name, Rebecca by Daphne du Maurier. Maurier? I think it's a French name, but anyway. Um, They actually just released a film of this on Netflix with Lily James, I think. Um, Yeah, the film's good, but nothing compared to the book. The book, there's so much suspense. It's so gothic and it's lovely. It's all about this woman who she, I think she's in the south of France and then she meets this man and they move back to his mansion in England and he has lots of money and it's all about their sort of life together and they sort of marry each other but they barely know each other and there's a big age gap and there's all this mystery surrounding his ex-wife who died tragically and yeah, it's kind of her trying to figure out what happened to his ex-wife and yeah it's it's a bit of mystery as you can tell I love a little bit of mystery a bit of suspense a bit of a thriller and yeah I think that Rebecca's really interesting how it shows that we can see a person one way but actually they can be something else entirely and other people's opinions can really shape our opinion so I just found that really interesting and I would really recommend that book I love the gothic genre in general again I studied a lot of gothic books in A-level English literature and I just really I really love that but Rebecca was definitely a book that really stood out to me so the next book I want to talk about is All the Bright Places by Jennifer Niven and 
wow I remember when I read this book I was so heartbroken and again Netflix have done a movie on this book and again the movie just doesn't compare to the book I just really love the chemistry between the boy and girl the two main characters in this book and their relationship and how different they are but how they then come together and yeah it's sort of a tragic romance I would say if that's even a genre but I honestly what I think about this book it just makes me so sad um yeah definitely maybe more teen teen fiction but I think that anyone of any age would love this book I think it just just reveals a lot about life and about mental health and about how we all need to look out for one another so yeah as I say it's sort of a love story between two teenagers and how they then grow their relationship and deal with mental health struggles but yeah definitely if you don't want to have a good cry then this is not the book for you this book will definitely make you cry made me cry for sure and yeah um I just again it's a book where I really felt that you got to know the characters and you really came to love them and care for them Another book that, again, is more of teen fiction and I read when I was a bit younger, but I still absolutely love, and the BBC did a little, I don't know if it's still available to watch, but on BBC iPlayer you used to be able to watch the series of this that they made that I thought was really accurate, actually. Um, I've got to say, I was impressed by it. But it's called Looking for Alaska by John Green and this is quite a famous book I imagine lots of people read this when they were younger but this used to be my favorite book I still really love this book it's definitely like a comfort read to me I can just go back to it however it is heartbreaking and again it's about teenagers and they go off to boarding school and it's all about the Alaska she is the main sort of character but it's also about just the group of them the group of teenagers and they're all friends and it's just about how they interact and they play pranks on their head teacher and yeah it's just a, again a big focus on mental health and taking care of others and just looking for warning signs and I don't know it's just a book that I've always really loved I think that John Green books are always they're always pretty tragic aren't they I mean The Fault in Our Stars that is a pretty tragic book too he likes to do tragic teen romances really doesn't he but yeah I I really have always loved looking for Alaska and it's got some very good quotes in there and I just think it raises some really important questions and it just made me think about things differently and yeah so big fan of that book the next book which is more sort of teen teen fiction is Taking Flight by Sheena Wilkinson and this author is somebody that I know personally and she is so lovely she's one of my mum's friends and she lives in Northern Ireland and she is so lovely we actually write to each other and I am planning to read much more of her books but at the moment I've only read Taking Flight and yeah she focuses a lot on sort of teen fiction and Taking Flight is such a lovely book it's all about these two teenagers a boy and a girl and I think they're cousins I think they're cousins actually and it's about just the polarities between their life and they're just polar opposites and they're so different 
and it's about their friendship and it's about how different their lives are and their different struggles and then they end up coming together and resolving the issues and I just think it's it's really interesting to see how two people from the same family can live such different lives and have such different struggles and I just really loved it and there's also a huge element of horse riding which is something that I've never really known much about but it was interesting to learn about that when when reading the book and yeah I think it's very accessible to anybody and I think the characters are really well written and again you really care for these characters and you love them despite their flaws because they are definitely flawed characters but those are the best kind of characters because they are the most realistic and I'm hoping that Sheena will very kindly come onto the podcast we've been talking about that so that would be very that would be amazing if she could come on the podcast and talk to us all about her writing I would love that but we'll we'll see another book which I've put it in the fiction section but I'm not really sure that it I wasn't really sure if it was fiction or non-fiction because it's poetry that is a whole other genre in itself and yeah so sometimes I like to read poetry but yeah I like to dip in and out of a bit of poetry I just think that there's so many different types of poetry and I think that each can reveal such different things and I recently read Grief is a Thing with Feathers and I found that really interesting however an all-time favourite sort of poetry book of mine is Milk and Honey by Rupi Kaur and I think a lot of again this is very famous I think a lot of people have read this but I really like how she writes and there's so much emotion that she portrays in her writing but she only uses a few words she can literally write five words and some of her poems only are a couple of words but they they have so much meaning just in those few words and I think the way she uses words is so clever and how she puts them together just to really make you feel and experience those emotions that she wants you to feel and I really admire this kind of poetry and I I find it therapeutic to read and you can relate to the feelings that the poet is writing about and you can understand other people better and the things that they might be going through and I think poetry is just really powerful for that reason and revealing different feelings and helping other people to understand those feelings so yeah big fan of poetry but that's my favorite And then getting on to a bit of non-fiction. Now, this list is much shorter, don't worry. This there, There's not as much. I really don't have that much experience of reading non-fiction because, like I said earlier, I just don't really enjoy it as much. I just find that it takes me forever to get through a non-fiction book. And, yeah, so this part will definitely be much shorter. Do not worry. But a book I love is Prisoners of Geography by Tim Marshall. Now, I feel like every geography student read this and wrote it on their personal statement, but I actually really enjoyed this book. I love this book because it it focuses on all the different elements of geography. It talks about conflict, it talks about history, it talks about sociology, it talks about politics. It just literally talks about everything. And that's why I just love it. It shows how broad and diverse geography is. And how there's so many different elements to it 
So I really just like how he looks at geography through different lenses and how he, yeah, shows those diversities in geography and how broad and inclusive it is as a subject and how all of those things are connected. You can't have one without the other and that's why I love it and how all these different things interact. I think he shows that really well and how you can't actually break them apart. They're all interconnected. So yeah, I thought Prisons of Geography by Tim Marshall was actually, yeah, really good. And he breaks each chapter down into different parts of the world. And I think that's really interesting and a really great approach to have. And you can learn about different areas of the world. And yeah, I love it. I love it. I started reading it because I felt like I had to and then I realised that I actually really enjoyed it and he's got a new book called The Power of Geography I think which I'm hoping to download on my Kindle soon but yeah another book which I've talked about a lot recently and I feel like you're sick of hearing me talk about this if you've listened to the podcast a lot recently but that is How to Save the World for Free by Natalie Fee and oh wait I think her name's Natalie Faye anyway this book I did a whole episode talking about this and everything I'd learned from it which is called how can we save the world and battle the climate crisis and I thought that this book was so important and it made me learn so much about the earth and the impact we have on it and how it's our job to make the changes and the changes we can make so yeah I made a whole whole like hour-long podcast episode talking about this well, actually, it's just a, a, a little bit under an hour. But anyway, I really felt motivated by this book and it helped me to feel more passionate about the impact I have on the environment. And I just really, I wouldn't say I enjoyed reading it. It was definitely hard to read, but so important. And I honestly cannot tell you how much knowledge I've gained from this book. I've just learned so much and about such important things. Like, I really recommend this book. I cannot recommend it enough. It's definitely one of the most important books you'll ever read. And yeah, I think we all have so much to learn from this book about our impact on the environment and how we need to change our habits and be more eco-friendly and sustainable. So yeah, if you're going to read one of the books from this list, I recommend that one. That is That one's going to change your life and hopefully for the better it's going to help the world for the better. So the last book I wanted to talk about is actually a Christian book. So a lot of the non-fiction books I read are sort of Christian theology books and my favourite one is called Distinctives by Vaughan Roberts and Vaughan Roberts is a renowned Christian writer and I think he just, I love the analogies he uses in his books and he really helps you to understand things. I think often with sort of Christian theology books, they just throw loads of information at you and it's all really complicated and you just have no idea what's going on. But Vaughan Roberts is so good at really explaining things and making sure you understand and putting them into real life examples. And I just really felt that this book was easy to read and to understand and so accessible. And that's really important when it's this sort of book because you want to be reading it and understanding it and retaining the information and I just felt so uplifted by this book and I felt that I learned so much that I could really practically apply to my life and yes if you are looking for some good Christian books definitely check out Vaughan Roberts and as I said 
Distinctives was a really interesting book and I really thoroughly enjoyed reading it and just learned so much um, about how to live your life distinctively as a Christian and how we are set apart and different. So yeah, if you want to find out how to be distinctive, then definitely give that a read. But as I say, there were not very many non-fiction books, but yeah, maybe I need to read some more. I've got so many things on my to-read list. Honestly, it's never-ending. I mean, whoever gets through their to-be-read list, I mean, we all have one that is just never-ending. If you have one, then you'll know it's just, you just keep adding more books to it. You just feel like you're never going to get through it, but I guess that's the joy of it. There's always more to be read. You can never read every book, but yeah, if you want to add some of these books to your to-be-read list, then I would definitely definitely recommend that thank you so much for listening to this episode and just thank you so much for making it all the way to the end it just means so much to me that you're listening and yeah I just can't tell you how much it means to me thank you and I hope that you enjoyed this little mini series on my recommendations I feel like it was a bit self-indulgent but I hope it's been interesting to listen to and I hope that you've got some good recommendations of new things to watch, listen and read and hopefully I've also spoken about maybe some of your favourite things to watch, listen and read and maybe you agree with me on my opinion or maybe you have a completely different opinion to me and that's the joy of it that we can all have such different opinions and we can all view things so differently. But yeah, definitely go over to the podcast Instagram at keepgng underscore podcast and let me know some of your book recommendations, fiction and non-fiction. I'm very open to reading anything. I love all different sorts of genres and I'm always interested to see what you guys are reading and let me know your favourite books. I often ask over on my stories like what your favourite book is, what are you reading at the moment? I just love books. I think they bring so much joy and I hope that they bring you joy too and if you're looking for a new hobby or you've got a bit more time over the summer I would really recommend reading and it's so good for you and your mental health and you may think oh I don't like reading but there will definitely be a book out there for you and you just gotta look for it something out there will interest you I promise so yeah have a lovely week guys if you have a moment please do go and rate and review the podcast over on apple podcasts it would mean a lot to me it helps other people to find my podcast and yeah you could also go and follow me over on the podcast instagram at keepgng underscore podcast and make sure you're subscribed to the podcast because then you will easily see my future episodes which I'm sure you don't want to miss I've got some very exciting things coming up I've got a guest episode coming next week which I know you guys love a good guest episode so definitely be keeping your eyes peeled for that and yeah I will see you next week with another episode stay safe bye